The word says we're called to make disciples. We're growing in the word of God. Jesus Christ was sent to be our saviour. This is the Bromley Town Church Podcast. We pray God speaks to you through this message, blessing you as you live out God's word. Stream or download other sermon podcasts via the Bromley Town Church website or by using the SoundCloud app. Head over to BromleyTownChurch.com. Father God, I pray that, Lord God, you would speak to us through this incredible story of this man, Gideon. Uh, Lord, your servant, your faithful servant, uh, who listened to you. Father, we pray, Lord God, our ears will be open to listen to, to what you have to say to us today. We ask that in the name of Jesus. Amen. Okay, so what on earth is an overcomer, you might be asking. It's a strange word, really, an overcomer. Well, it says in the dictionary, a person, is, uh, sorry, a person who overcomes something is someone who succeeds in dealing with a problem or a difficulty. Well, uh, the Bible tells us something about these things too, so a few passages that might help us. So in Joshua 1 verse 9, Be strong and courageous. Do not be frightened or dismayed. For the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Deuteronomy 31, 6, 8 says, Be strong and bold. Have no fear or dread of them, because it is the Lord your God who goes before you, and he will be with you, and he will not fail you or forsake you. And when you go into the New Testament, in in 1 John 5, verse 4 and 5, it says, For whoever is born of God overcomes the world. And this is the victory that has overcome the world, our faith. Who is the one who overcomes the world? But he who believes in Jesus, that Jesus is the Son of God. For believers in God, we look to him to carry us through in times of difficulties. And that's what happened with these individuals we've been talking about. They were people who had issues to deal with and they looked to God to help them on their way through. So, turning to the story of Gideon. Some of you may know it, some of you may not. Uh, it's a, it's a quite a long story, but I had tried to sort of reduce it a bit in order to fit it into the time. So Gideon was living in Israel uh, many years ago, and they had oppressors in the land. They had, had uh, enemies over the border who kept coming in, and they were called the Midianites. And the people of Israel were absolutely desperate and they prayed to God to free them from these oppressors. They kept coming over the border and raiding their crops. The land there was really great, it was good land and that's why they kept coming from the east and coming over the border and taking their grain. So what were they doing? They were hiding to try to avoid the Midianites, hiding away. And this is what Gideon was doing. He was hiding, actually threshing wheat. Now, I've never threshed wheat. Farmers presumably do that. But getting the grain out of the wheat, threshing it, and he was hiding away in a wine press. So he was using another uh, uh, implement or area in order to do this, in order to hide from the Midianites, because he didn't want them to steal it. And it's at that point an angel appeared to him. Pretty unusual, yes, and he wasn't terribly certain it was an angel, so there was quite an issue over that. 
And the angel said to him, Mighty hero, the Lord is with you. What's this? I'm a mighty hero now. I'm actually hiding here. And I'm a mighty hero. How can I be that? And the angel continued and said, Go with the strength you have and rescue Israel from the Midianites. I'm sending you. I think he was even more uncertain now. He's saying to me, hang on, you want me to go in the strength I have to do that. And then he went on to say, but Lord, Gideon replied, how can I rescue Israel? My clan is the weakest in the whole tribe of Manasseh, and I'm the least in my entire family. And then the Lord said to him, I will be with you and you will destroy the Midianites uh, as if you were fighting against one man. That's a bit of a shock, don't you think? A little while later, the Midianites and the Amalekites formed an alliance and they crossed over the border in many thousands to fight against Israel. And at that particular point, Gideon was filled with the Spirit of God and he raised up an army to fight them. He called together all the tribes of Israel and he gathered together 32,000 men to fight against the Midianites. It was at this point, actually, he decided he wanted to test God, to say, well, what should I do now? I've got my 32,000 troops, but is it right now that I do go ahead and actually fight the Midianites and the Amalekites? So he said, what I'm going to do, actually, uh, uh, you know, I'm going to actually what, was going to get a fleece of a lamb and I'm going to lay it down overnight. And if that fleece is wet in the morning, the ground is dry, then that proves that you actually are going to rescue, help me rescue Israel as you have promised. And that's what happened. He put down this fleece on the ground and in the morning it was completely wet and the ground happened to be dry. But still, he wasn't really convinced by that, so he, he said, again, okay, I want to try it the other way around this time. I'm going to put the fleece down the ground, and, and I want to, the, to see if the fleece is going to be dry, and the ground will be wet with dew. And that is exactly what happened. Um, so Gideon was convinced by this, and the following morning, he got up ready to fight the Midianites with his 32,000 men. He said, come on, lads, we can do this. But at that point, God spoke to him and said, you've got too many warriors. If I let you fight with this many men, the Israelites will think they've done it themselves, and I haven't. So Gideon said to his men, look, if you're afraid, you can go home. Well, there's a big question, isn't it? If you're afraid, you can go home. And 22,000 of them went home, leaving him with only 10,000. And God said to him again, he's still got too many men. He said, what you have to do is to go down to the river and have a drink of water. Now, how would you drink if you went down to a river? Okay, folks, you can have a think about this. Those of you at home, think about this. If you went down to a river, what would you do? Would you get in the water and go like this? Or would you go down there right into the water with your mouth and lap it up like that? Any thoughts? It's not something I've tried. Well, probably, I, to be honest, I think I would have do that, really. 
But that was the way in which he actually decided. God said, you should decide. So some lapped like, up like dogs with their, in their mouths and others cut their hands. And God said to Gideon, send home all the men who lapped up the water with their mouths. So there were only 300 of them who actually went like that. And they were the ones who were chosen to fight. With these 300 men, the Lord said to Gideon, I will rescue you and give you victory over the Midianites. So the Midianites had gathered for battle and settled in the valley like a swarm of locusts, it says, and the camels were like grains of sand on the seashore. Too many to count. But the Bible says this, Gideon, if you're afraid to attack, go down into the camp with your servant Pura and listen to what the Midianites are saying. And you will be greatly encouraged. Then you'll be eager to attack. So that's what he did. So Gideon and his servant Pura crept down into the Midian camp and overheard a, 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 a soldier sharing a dream. The man said, I had this dream. And in my dream, a barley loaf bread came tumbling down into the Midianite camp. It hit a tent and it tumbled over and it knocked it flat. His companion said, Wow, your dream can mean many, but only one, one thing. God has given Gideon, son of Joash, the Israelite, a victory over Midian and all its allies. Well, when Gideon heard this dream and its interpretation, he bowed in worship before the Lord and he quickly returned to the Israelite camp and he shouted, get up, for the Lord has given you victory over the Midianite hordes. Gideon was worshipping the Lord even before the battle. But how could it be possible to defeat with only 300 warriors against a vast number of Midianite soldiers? So what he did was, he divided them, the 300 into three groups of a hundred and he gave each one a ram's horn and a clay jar with a torch in it. No, no weapons are mentioned, just a torch and a horn for each. Hordes of the Midianites were defeated and Gideon overcame the incredible odds because he followed the instructions that God had told him. Only 300 men, with only 300 men, he defeated the Midianites so that Israel could have peace in the land, which they had for 40 years. In fact, they offered the kingship of Israel to Gideon because of what had occurred. It's quite an incredible thing to think what happened like that, really. But what lessons could we, can we take from this story, this lesson? What made Gideon... An overcomer. Well, I've come up with three things. There's probably more, but firstly, God had chosen Gideon for a purpose. Gideon was very uncertain. He felt he lacked the skill, and he also appeared to have some self poor self worth. Who me? I'm the weakest. You've got the wrong person. Try the next person along. Surely you've made a mistake. 
But once he was convinced, he made himself available to be used by God. God said to him, go in the strength you have. I want to encourage you as Christians, here and at home, no matter what age you are, God has chosen you for a purpose which is greater than you can imagine. I can't imagine that Gideon thought to himself, this was going to happen when he was in his wine press uh, dealing with the grain. God has chosen you and me for a purpose. God knows the beginning from the end. He knows our entire lives completely, beginning to end. So we need to look and, and remain close to him as he leads our lives forward and makes us overcomers. Secondly, Gideon asked for a sign, didn't he? Gideon asked uh, God for a clear sign to ensure he was, he was really sure that God was going to be with him and would lead him in defeating the Midianites. He laid down that fleece as a test. Well, I don't know about you, he was testing God. Well, I don't know whether I feel comfortable with testing God. It didn't seem right, except he was being real with God, wasn't he? He was saying, look, I don't know whether I believe this. I'm going to have to, you're going to have to do something. And actually, he was saying, are you sure? Will you really do this? Prove it to me. It's about being real with God. And that's what we should be too. We want to be real with God about our lives. Have you really asked me to apologize to that person at school? Have you really asked me to become a friend of that person nobody else likes at school or wherever it is? Do you really want me to go to that school, accept that job, move to that area? Ask him, ask, ask, and ask for him to show you. Gideon followed God's instructions, my third point. It didn't make any human sense to send home some thousands of fit soldiers and only have, ten, have 10,000 left. It made even less sense to end up with only 300 soldiers by choosing those who drank with their cupped hands. But that's what God said he should do. Gideon followed those instructions and he had the victory. It's no different for us, folks. We need to be ready to follow his instructions. It's no good asking and asking for a way forward and not following the instructions uh, as he gives them to us. Show me the way, God. Let's not pretend it was easy for Gideon as he went towards his battle. All those voices around saying, you won't win with only 10,000 men. You're a complete idiot to end up with 300 men. For us, we need to follow those clear instructions we get from God. He gives them to us sometimes, and when we know, we need to do that. It's not that school. It's that school to attend. It's that university, not that one. This is not the world's way. This is God's way. So we ask God. He tells us. And then we follow the instructions. It's that career or that job that I take. It's now the time to retire or it's not. 
I need to step up to serve in the church now or later. That's what made Gideon an overcomer. God had chosen Gideon for a purpose. Gideon asked for a sign. And Gideon followed God's instructions. It's no different for us. We need to be assured that we are chosen by God for a real purpose in our lives as Christians. God has done something in our lives. He's called us and chosen us for a purpose. We need to ask, ask, and ask. And we need to follow God's instructions when he tells us. Father, we thank you so much for this story, this true story about Gideon that we read in your word. We pray, Lord God, that his example would actually speak into our hearts and our lives. We are sat in the name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you for listening to this message from Bromley Town Church. You are always welcome to visit us on a Sunday morning or join us again for more messages here online. You can also stay connected with us at www.bromleytownchurch.com.